You're listening to Utah's New News with Maria Chaleos on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, KSL News Time, 12:30. KSL's top story this hour. Utah lawmakers have made a major change to the bill to fund an MLB stadium in Salt Lake City's west side. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe has been monitoring the House floor, and she joins me live. Amy. Maria, the big change is taking out that increased tax on people staying in Utah hotels. That's just completely gone. But there are still other options listed to raise the $900 million to build the stadium. That would be like the increased tax on car rentals, for example. The bill is getting a lot of supportive comments right now as it's discussed on the House floor. One of the biggest things that they keep bringing up in support is that the state will own the stadium. Those opposed, though, say that the tax on things like car rentals will impact local Utahns, not just visitors to the state. The bill is already on the agenda for a Senate committee this afternoon, but voting on the House floor has not yet opened up. Reporting live, Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. Jazz owner Ryan Smith is hyping up the possibility of bringing more professional sports teams to Utah. He tweeted a photo of a rendering of what the downtown area could look like with the NBA and NHL at its core. So far, there are no official plans, though a bill to fund an NHL arena is currently moving through the legislature. Check out our website to see the image for yourself at kslnewsradio.com. The Biden administration is making a nearly $400 million investment to create solar-powered systems for rural communities across the nation. $8 million will be going to the Navajo and Hopi communities in Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico to create solar-powered battery-based systems. Secretary of the Department of Energy Jennifer Granholm spoke at the Energy Summit today, saying these investments are to help future generations. The projects we're investing in? are like saplings that we're planting across the country, saplings that we hope will grow into mighty oaks. This project will help electrify 300 tribal homes. Lawmakers only have a few more days to approve funding for a life-saving app. KSL News Radio's Alexandria Bonilla has more. Safe UT is coming up on its sunset date, but a bill to extend the funding is a few votes away from the governor's desk. The app connects students, parents, and teachers to mental health experts, crisis resources, and provides a place to report school safety threats. Representative Steve Elison is sponsoring the bill. Safe UT has been a tremendously successful program. It's helped uh, thousands and thousands of children. It's helped foil a number of uh, potential school shootings. The app's annual report says just last year it led to 536 life-saving interventions. Alexandria Bonilla, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories. Congressional leaders appear hopeful that they could avoid a partial government shutdown later this week as they left a meeting with President Biden. One of the topics in the intense but productive meeting was continued aid for Ukraine in the bipartisan Senate pass deal that remains stalled out in the House. It was the consensus in that room. Zelensky and Ukraine will lose the war if we don't get the arms and don't get them quickly. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer told reporters after the meeting all five leaders in the room made it very clear to Speaker Mike Johnson what they believe will happen if the latest round of aid is not passed in the next few days. A group of senators is demanding a vote today on their bill to federally protect in vitro fertilization and other fertility treatments. It comes after the Alabama Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos should be protected as people. Senator Patty Murray of Washington State had this to say. Republicans cannot pretend this is some surprise. Republicans fought for decades 
to overturn Roe, knowing full well it would create situations like this. The Access to Family Building Act establishes a statutory right for people to access assisted reproductive technology. Utah could be a good place to start universal health care initiatives. KSL News Radio's Tammy Kikuchi reports. Utah's system could be a two-level medical insurance system with free and automatic basic coverage and paid supplementary coverage, according to an MIT researcher who presented at the Kim C. Gardner Policy Institute. The Institute's Lara Summers says Utahns have a high rate of employer-sponsored health insurance, but there are still concerns about affordability. When you start to dig in a little bit d- deeper into specific populations, uh, you definitely start to see where some of those health disparities are. An estimated 70% of Utahns had at least one health care affordability issue in the past year, including going without health care or skipping prescriptions. Tammy Kikuchi, KSL News Radio. Other national stories KSL is following. The U.S. continues to be a dangerous place for pedestrians. ABC's Jim Ryan says nearly 3,400 were struck and killed in the first half of last year. The Governor's Highway Safety Association says that on average, 18 pedestrians died in traffic accidents every day from January through June of 2023. That's a slight decline from the year before, but well above where it was in 2019, when the pandemic suddenly had police departments reducing their traffic enforcement, resulting in more crash of every kind. The report shows that a major contributor is a lack of sidewalks and crosswalks in high pedestrian areas. First look traffic. What's happening, Ricky? Crews are on the scene of a surface street crash. This is between 1800 and 1900 south at 3rd West. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL News Time, 1235. Speed.